Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Rolling right into the most productive day of the week here on Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the My Talk app. Lori and Julia both in the house this afternoon. So many things to discuss. Oh my god. We gotta get right to we gotta get productive. We gotta get productive. Oh, thank you. Turn on your microphone. How long you been doing this anyway? I know. It's been a while. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, ladies, I can report that everything is well in the western hills of Montana. Isn't it fabulous? Everything is operating as it should be. People were wearing their masks. They had the mask mandate before us. That's right. Uh-huh. They did. Anyway, it was just, it was, you know, it's your sister's cabin and super it's so, chill. It's the Missouri River was dammed up like in the 20s. And it's this huge lake that's 25 miles long, yeah. Holly. Oh, that beautiful. is just Canyon like Ferry, And it really is like going to the cabin in the wild, wild west. Because it's mountains. Yeah. It's just so... And behind your sister's place is this, like, something out of a movie set, this high limestone cliff with caves in it and hidey holes. You could see holes. Simba being up on the top of that. A lion. Julia, a I'm goat. convinced every time I leave the bunkhouse at <laughs> three in the morning to take my whiz, mm-hmm. I pee with my butt to the door to the bunkhouse so I can scan the bluff because you see scatterings from different animal types That's up there. That's right, Holly. I am not about to be eaten <laughs> in really, the middle of the night. You're in like a different it's, desert up there. It's like weird with it's bluffs. It's wilderness. Yes. It's the wilderness. Is that what it is, Laura? It just feels like the wild, wild west up there. But mm-hmm. anyway, just oh, we just do the same thing every day. We just boat. We hang out. We drink. We have food. We giggle. I made your sister watch all of our Instagram funny, funny videos. She's like, why aren't you doing these every day? Mm. I said, because Julia and I are also the producers as well as the talent now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We lost our zhuzh. We lost. We could get it back. It hasn't been. It's slowly coming. I've got some new wigs and I found a little paddle and I feel like Lady Exercise could be coaxed out of her corner in the castle. Lori, I know it. The whole thing about doing those was always trying to get Donnie to laugh. Yes. I mean, we would try we don't to get him to react because he would never turn around and even acknowledge us. Yeah. It's like, can we get him? Can we get him to yeah. laugh? I know it. Anyway, but your sister and your brother walked me like a damn billy goat. Like you have, like he's done here. How many miles did you yeah, put but, but But Julia, we're That's at, a high walk. We're at a high elevation, uh-huh. which I'm not used to. I don't know what it is. 9,000 feet. It's above but sea level. It's way more than here. <laughs> it's above Minnesota. And it's hilly. I know it is. That's it in, in um, it's, Power Walk. It's a Power Walk of three miles. Going, I mean, the, after the first day, my shins hurt. And then I started, I was just like, I can't walk as fast as you two. Were they How willing those, to slow down? No. You, though they're both a couple of drill sergeants. No, I was I absolutely... 
Well, that's good for you. I just felt like... Uh, you got your oxytocin going early in the morning. No, the oxytocin happens when you're making love. That is called dopamine. Oh, the dopamine. Yeah. Well, one or the other. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Get your hormones straight. Wow. Which is <laughs> I've been hormone shamed. I felt like right an old billy goat because I just was like, you guys are... They're really... My fast. brother and my sister were are people just... People with short legs... We can move them quick. Mm. You know I can move them quick, but they really, they're diligent. I mean, anyway. Mm-hmm. So. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was just, it so was pretty. nice. It was nice. And I'm telling you, um, I will say from a traveling, you know, on an airline and being through the airport, it was, it was one of the most stress-free experiences because the airport is not crowded right you don't have to get there two hours early Mm -hmm. um things are everybody like everybody's behind plexiglass and plastic and absolutely everybody had masks on even though the terminal yeah everybody had masks on there wasn't because you know the airlines also require but the terminal doesn't but everybody did now now but they didn't the last two times i've flown okay but everyone had it on, so it was just, it was easy. Mm-hmm. And then there's no, no one is rushing to get on the planes because now they're boarding the planes the way they used to, back to front. People are not, you know, there used to be like a palpable anxiety. Yes, of getting an overhand time. bin and mm-hmm. getting, you know, You know all seat. of that and people crowd each other and kind of not respecting space. Everybody's respecting space. There's stickers everywhere. Right, um, right. If you're smart, you print your boarding pass because the people who are using their mobile apps, if they're dirty, they're not always reading. So if you just wanted to be more helpful and you'd have yes. a place to put your luggage sticker if you're checking that, but... It was like, it was very chill. Yes, it's so chill, isn't it? In a way that it hasn't been for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, and then, uh, you know, the flight, I would say there were more people on the Bozeman flight than the week before when I was going to Seattle. Right. It's, but it's I think those fishing time. Yes. People are all going there. I saw a lot of those fancy fishermen. Yes, the fancy fishermen, the fly fishermen. The fly fishermen. Uh-huh. But anyway, it was just, yeah, it was really, I didn't look at any. Well, you don't really get internet up there, and yeah. I can't even make a phone call. No. I have no service. Mm-hmm. So it is sort of nice that you're just like, uh, we had no idea what was going on. I, and I heard, I got a text from you mm-hmm. about Regis. Mm-hmm. And then my mom texted me about Olivia de Havilland. Because mm-hmm. that's really the, my one thing that I want to know when I'm like on a, going somewhere and you're not going to be looking. I really want to just know, was there any big breakup and did anyone famous die? Right. And did like a war or anything horrible start? Mm-hmm. So. We made it through without that happening. That's right. That happened. Well, we missed you. We had a good time. Uh, Rocco designed all the games that we played. We're all about you. What? How about that, Holly? Why would you think about that? <laughs> Themed based on missing you. Missing you. Was the happy hour theme yeah. on oh, Friday. And I'm like, for crying out loud. <laughs> I think I won. Did I win? Uh, you might have won. I won and one of them. You yeah. were playing against Stephanie Hansen yeah. that day. I feel like I might have won. One. Yeah. Well, it was you didn't mess much. Yeah. And then I snuck out of here on Wednesday. Yes, you did. And I really could have Very left. early. I, I left. Our a, show started hello. And Lori's like, I gotta oh, go. Joey, I stayed I gotta for go. An, I stayed for an hour and a half. But honestly, I like I was like, okay, a six thirty flight. I'll, you know, leave my house at five. 
I could have left my house at 530. Yeah, I know. For it's, that. it's not busy right now. No. Which, but it's comfortable. And I like what you said about that because it's a different attitude because people are courteous to other people. Yes. Whereas at the, at, usually it's just like, shh. Everyone's got their nose in their phones, rushing, rushing. I'm so important. I'm so important. And suddenly it's just kind of like, we're on the same level playing here. Yeah, and they had the seats marked off so that even you couldn't sit down right next to somebody. I mean, and it was just like I said, even the boarding and even the getting off, people were not... No one's in a rush. No, There's nowhere to go. Because they want people to just be slow and give people their space. Anyway, so I I appreciated uh, all of that. Now... um, you know, now I'm, you know, right back to, you know, made myself do a bunch of laundry. Oh, and you had to knock I, yourself into uh, being at home and not a world traveler. You were going two weeks in a row, kind of, you kind know, of, many weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I always Cinderella myself, Holly, after I've been on a trip. Oh. I just try and just do a couple of things just to get your butt back in the grind, girl. You're not on vacation all the time. Do some cleaning, do Scrub some... Scrub something. So I, and I did. I was just like, <laughs> I have to do some scrubbing and I have to do some laundry chop chop to get myself out of... Travel, you got tan. Was it super hot? Oh, my God, Julia. This hot is hot it? and this is Australia Gold uh, self-tanner with a oh. 50. Oh, <laughs> okay. You know me. I know. I'm so covered up. Your sister cannot get over it. She's like... Don't you want to get sun? And I show her, I said, I've been diligently putting on my self-tanner with sunscreen. That is, Lori has a spray, Holly. It's like a spray suntan. Australian gold. You yes. can get it at Target or I have CVS it. or and Walgreens. That, I'm always worried about it because when I put it on, I don't it know. It comes out tan. It's yes, a spray. It, it comes out tan so you can see how you're applying it. And it comes in SPF of 15, 30, and 50. Anyway, so yeah, you're this tan. is all complete fake tan. Yeah. It looks like I've been waiting. It's very golden. It does look golden, doesn't it? Yes. That's a good tip. I suppose I got some tip because it is sunscreen self-tanner, which is an unusual combo. So that is a very good tip. I kind of haven't been worried about sunscreen this year. Like I usually have that. Well, Julia, because really, who cares? cares? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I feel like I don't care if I have an extra wrinkle on that shoulder. I think I'm going to be fine. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, one thing that didn't happen with me when I was gone to Montana is I didn't watch one drab of TV. Not even a moment, except a little bit on the plane. Oh, you did? Not going to lie. Just did watch a little Uh bit, but nothing really, you know, current or anything. But the Emmy nominations happened today. Yes, they did. Did you guys even, did we know this was coming today? I don't feel like there's the same rush to know about anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, Hal? I mean, yeah. I, I think I saw something about him. That it was coming. It, who, who cares? I, the thing I, <laughs> but when I read the nominations, when I was reading them, I thought, too bad this is the virtual Emmys this year. Because for 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 the first time in a long time, we don't have Emmy nominations that are repeat shows like that are stale. Orange that is the new black. The or, Office, yeah. Modern Family. Yeah, I feel like yes. we actually got shows that people watched. There was talking about it. Um, you know, there it would have been course, a different group of fun people to see. Yes, yes I would. Yes, I would agree. I, I just thought this is incredibly exciting because so it's it, there's really a lot of um, shows that people uh, do watch and uh, Leslie Jones was absolutely hysterical reading, doing the nominations virtually because she could not hide her delight 
over some of the nominations and just, I mean, it's worth it to watch her. I mean, it's just, it was as far as nominations, it's usually that part of it is kind of stale and boring. Yes. This virtual way that they announced them was absolutely. We haven't seen Leslie Jones in a while. Yeah. And she's I, always giddy happy. Uh, the entire live announcement thing was more fun than it had a, 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 any right to be. So it was just really great. And and Neil Justin, he must be back from his trip uh, out to the Badlands. Yes. Because he... He uh, put up this afternoon the biggest, he thought, the biggest snubs and surprises from the Emmy nominations. All right, well, who first, okay. okay, Watchmen, which um, that uh, got 26 Emmy nominations. and Stop. Proof that HBO has some muscle in the streaming area, because that is huge. Uh, Watchmen will compete for, in the best drama category, okay. against Mrs. America, Little which- Fires Everywhere, unbelievable and unorthodox in a limited series category excuse me okay so of those you guys watched miss america on Hulu mrs america mrs right. america loved it um unbelievable we all watched yeah. that that yeah. was unbelievable it was i just watched orthodox this weekend which was fantastic unorthodox yeah unorthodox yeah. little fires everywhere we haven't even bothered to touch Mm-mm. and we were so excited about it yeah and then watchmen i dumped I out of it I mean, was it that great, though, Lori, at the end of the day? Let's be honest. It was, it was uh, I'll, let, I'll answer it, and then I'll let Holly answer it. But it was, for, for me, I haven't seen anything that clever, okay, strange, and yet, like, oddly moving, because it's set in the future and in the past. I mean, it's so hard to explain. It's a show you got to experience, but right. I didn't, I, I, just, I I'm glad I stuck with it okay. because it was a fun, wild out. ride. And Holly, do you think it's should win? I think it's the best of what TV has to offer in 2020 in the way that they told the story. Yes. And stretching the limits of television. That's what Watchmen did. Yeah. All right. But it's a really tough category because Mrs. America is really good, and Julia, you really liked Unorthodox, right? But that's only four episodes. I mean, it was completely, you know... But it's called the limited right, series right? category. That's mm-hmm. what it competes in. And then HBO got 18 nominations for Succession. Which was which, so good this last year. Have you caught up yet? No, and, and Neo calls it an edgier version. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Martin of Dallas, it, but it people kind love of is. it. Yeah. It kind of, that's like such a great description. And it tied with Netflix Ozark for the most nods among dramatic series. And the Ozark tally helped Netflix get to 160 nominations, shattering the record HBO racked up last year with 137 noms. Okay, so let's go through this. So outstanding mm-hmm. drama series. It's um, Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. The Crown, mm-hmm. The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, the Mandalorian, which was on Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. that's a um, Star Wars thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. I feel like that list is so all over the board. It's a big long list. I don't think The Crown's going to win. No. I don't think Handmaid's Tale is going to win. I don't know who's going to win, but I just like that all these different. I mean, those I, are all over the board. They are. And, and the then, sa- same with comedy. What we do in the shadows, which is uh, the funny take on vampires that. My brother has been nagging me to watch, watch, watch. Oh, it's so love good. It. Is it? It's so good. Yes. I've heard that. Where is it? Where do we watch that? Uh, FX and Hulu. Mm-hmm. All right. And then right. Schmitz, you know, Poops Creek, Creek, The Good Place, The Kaminsky, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, and Insecure, and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which won the category two years ago. So, I mean, just a, like a, a lot of... Um, I don't know. Fun. Yeah. Fun, fun shows. Yeah, all over. I mean, it's kind of all over. The only snub that I really was upset about. Well, I love that Brad Pitt got an SNL nod for playing Dr. Fauci. Did he? So if there okay. was an Emmy nomination, we would have had a show that was happening. We'd have Brad and Jen both there again. So I'm just saying. And but I was a little, I was disappointed that Viola Davis didn't get a nomination for How to Get Away with Murder the last season, season. which every, I think. You know, they split the season up. She's been nominated before, but she... Whoa. Anyway, that was the only snub that I was like, just like, oh, damn, Viola. Oh, But damn. I was happy all the Poops Creek people got nominated. Yeah. And, you know, Reese Witherspoon, I feel like she's been doing her best work behind the camera. Of course, they gave one to Meryl Streep for her character in Big Little Eyes. Remember the mother-in-law? Yes, yes. And Jeremy Irons and Regina King, they got nominated for, uh, you know... Um, Watchmen. Watchmen, yeah. And I think Kate Blanchett, I mean, she's going to win lead actress in a limited series. Oh, okay. I think she'll beat Regina King. I don't know why, just because she was terrifying as Phyllis Shafley. Right. Well, yeah. this is one that you like, Lori, so much. You like Euphoria. Oh. On HBO and Zendaya got a nod. She got, I, got, I um, thought Leslie Jones was going to do a cartwheel. <laughs> she's so happy. I She's well-deserved. Yeah. She's really great in that show. Anyway, I just, I was kind of, I was... Well, it's kind of fun to see those out. Yes. And It'll Normal be... People got a nomination. The guy, the kid in that got nominated. And, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a fun, different... It didn't it seem same does. old, it same does. old. And that, that ceremony is going to be... Um, September 20th. Virtually with Jimmy Kimmel. There's no way it's going to happen. No, right. Right. 100%. It'll just be mm-hmm. interesting how they're going to make it happen. Because I'm telling you, watch, watching the live nominations in Tatiana Maslany couldn't hear. I can't oh. hear! I mean, it's just, it could be... Well, we'll see. It's not going to have the same shush, but it'll be our first show. It Hopefully will Jimmy Kimmel is working on that with some funny people I, right now. I wish they would figure out a funny way to do a red carpet. You know, people just do a drive through at a park and just something. walk for something funny. Something. All yeah. right. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Okay, we are absolutely delighted. We have uh, Byron Lane with us. And 
He has written a novel called A Star is Bored. And Byron, we loved your book so much. Oh, thank you. That means so much to me. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. So sweet. Uh, if you could give people a setup of your of your book, your story, A Star is Bored. It was just delightful. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's inspired by the three years that I was an assistant to actress Carrie Fisher. And it follows the journey of a celebrity assistant trying to manage his eccentric movie star boss. So you've got this guy named Charlie who's um, down and out. You know, he's a bit depressed. He's a younger guy. And then this movie star, Kathy Cannon, who's larger than life and thinks that the world has no boundaries. And the two of them come together and, and form a really unique friendship out here in Hollywood. And oh. and Byron, I mean, it, it would we call this book a Ramana clef? Is that would be would that be a right way of describing your this story? I just say that it's fiction. Okay. It's okay. inspired by, yeah, so it's inspired by real events, like some of the things that happen in the book, like uh, like in the book, the characters go to see the Northern Lights. And in real life, I went with Carrie Fisher to see the Northern Lights, but this story is also full of imagination, full of uh, things that are, are made up or pulled from experiences that uh, other friends told me about as they are assistant to celebrities, that kind of thing. So well, I, it I mean, is fiction, but. Okay, and I do think, I mean, I thought it was so hysterical you would write, you know, add this to the assistant Bible, because I think that was one of the really fun things about reading your book is truly how the rich and famous move in this world so differently from anybody from anybody else. That just was like, wow. It's true. And, you know, look, I'm just like some poor kid from Louisiana. I'm originally from New Orleans and I found my way to Hollywood and then found my way into the life of Carrie Fisher. And um, I'm really lucky because she was very down to earth, very cool, very fun. And uh, and we had a great time together, but it was definitely a a different world. Right. When you worked for her, um, if you're just joining us, the book is A Star is Bored. It's being described as the devil wears Prada meets postcards from the edge, which is such a great description. We're with Byron Lane. Byron, what years did you work with Carrie? I know she passed in 2016. We were devastated. We were huge, huge, huge fans of Carrie and the dog Gary Um, and And her mom and everything. So what years did you work with her? So it was 2011 to 2014, and she was just wrapping up Wishful Drinking. Mm. And my first day on the job officially was uh, I was flown to Chicago to meet with her while she was doing the show. Uh, And then while I was with her, that's when she adopted Gary. Oh. Uh, who came in, into our lives and was so cute and everything that you can imagine. And then uh, her mom, Debbie Reynolds, was amazing, just as you just as you would hope, just an absolute movie star, an absolute delight. And when you would talk to her, she would look at you and make this eye contact, and you're like, oh, yeah, of course, of course, this is why you're a movie star. You just can lock on to someone, and I imagine that's how she used to lock on to the camera, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and was it... Um, I just we I'm just smiling thinking about her because we would die. Well, we watched the HBO yes. documentary Wishful, about the yeah. wishful yeah. drinking was amazing when she'd do her family yeah. tree and everything hysterical. Uh, I mean, but yeah. I also liked, you know, Byron, it, it, part of your story is that, you know, Charlie, I like the kind of the, the coming of age, you know, a, a, a 
you know, when you're in your 20s and you're figuring out who you are, what you want to be, and then seeing sort of also like the, okay, there's all these great things about being very, very famous and very well-known, but then there's this whole other dark thing about it, which can be true of life in general anyway. So I guess, I don't know if I'm right in calling it a coming of age, but that really struck us as very yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that they both do in a way. Uh, and she's in the novel; she's about fifty-six years old, and um, and but they both sort of find this common thing, which I think is isolation. Him from fear of the world. He works in the middle of the night, a job he hates, and doesn't have a lot of friends. And she's isolated by her fame, you know, separated from the world with her money and all that. So I think that the, the common language was that they were both a little lonely. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm. When I think about them together, it just it does warm my heart, and I hope readers get that sense too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think very much so, and almost in a way because I guess uh, we read the book about a month ago because I think did it just come out? It just came out today. Today, yes, yes. yes. Okay, very good. So, yeah, I read it about a month ago, but in a way, I found it to be a really wonderful uh, book for us to read at this time because of what our world is going, what's going on. And we all are just having to slow down and take a minute. So in a way I felt like that made your book be, have a a meaning it might not have had last summer. Let's put it that way. I love that. That means a lot. I love hearing that. And you are getting like rave reviews besides from Lori and Julia. Yeah, right. Um, you're just getting <sighs> such rave reviews from everybody. This is the one book you must read. And we've had a lot of authors on the one book you must read. Yeah. So the book is The Star is Bored. The Star is Bored. Star is Bored with um, Byron um, Lane. Byron, do you, you know, do you, I, I hate to ask this, but what, so you ended your relationship, you know, stopped working with Carrie and, um, where were you when you found out that she passed and were you surprised? Um, well, I, uh, I stopped working for her, but I didn't end my relationship. So we were still in touch and we would email and text. And I had just seen her at her birthday party. She threw a, a big birthday party that year. And uh, I was at another job and uh, I was working there. And I, I knew that because she had had a, uh, the medical incident on the plane right. um, a short time before she actually passed. So I knew that things were not good. Um, but then I, I think that the, uh, I got like a, I started getting text messages and stuff from friends saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And uh, it really was hard because she was the first person in my life who died, who I had a real relationship with. So like my parents are still alive. Right. My grandparents died when I was young. And so um, losing her was, I, just, I did feel very changed by that. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, your mom. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing about the thing about Debbie is um, Debbie, I think that, yeah, I think that uh, their family has said that Debbie was kind of like, I just want to go. I just want to be with Carrie. And I'll be honest, like that didn't surprise me. Debbie and Carrie were very close. They had a beautiful relationship. And uh, and, you know, Debbie, Debbie used to complain about getting older, saying it it wasn't great. Mm -hmm. And um, so. Uh, it's so sad, but also there's a little there's a little whisper of beautiful. Yeah, there too, is. You know? We thought that yeah. too because we're like, oh, they're together. That's just like so kind of amazing. 
Yeah, yeah, what yeah. a connection. Well, yeah, what a connection. Well, um, I mean, you you uh, write as, you know, Charlie has aspirations for being a writer. So mm-hmm. is this what you, um, are you realizing your dream um, by having this book, A Star is Born, you know, being out today? And Because I, I know you've done other writing. And, and your play. Your I play. love the names of your play. Yeah. You know, Tilda Swinton yeah. answers an ad on Craigslist and Last Will <laughs> right. and Testicle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, is your web series, but yeah, is this, is this like, is this what you want to be doing? Writing books? Yeah, it really, it, listen, this is a dream come true and I'm working on more books. I haven't nailed down what the next one will be yet, but, um, but I'm just so grateful to be able to do anything that earns an income with writing. Mm-hmm. And I've been a storyteller my whole life. I was a journalist and studied journalism in school. So, so this is sort of writing is kind of my kind of my area and if people are interested in in books hey i got some for you and if yeah. they want to play i got to play for you okay so i'm just doing doing my best to kind of kind of make it as an artist it's a it's sometimes a hard life but um but i'm having a blast okay and so now i'm just kind of looking at more stuff and the last three words in your book are will you marry me yeah can you tell us what so, that meant Yes. So I've been dating uh, another author. His name is Stephen Rowley for, um, it'll be seven years in August. And we talked about marriage, but neither one of us proposed. And I thought, well, you, you really don't get your first novel very often. So I thought, I'm going to see if I can propose to him at the back of the novel. And it was a last minute thing because uh, advanced copies were already printed. Right. So I called my editor and was like, can I, can I add a few words? And he was like, what words? But I told him I want to propose and he got so excited. And so when the hard hardcover came in, I showed Stephen and was like, "Look, I made a little change. What do you think about this?" And he saw it and he said, "Yes." So oh, I'm doing great. We're both giddy and happy and excited. That's just so fun. That's so sweet you, you, and fun. And what a what a treat for everybody. People, you're gonna want to read. So good. A star is bored. Um, oh. you're, you, do you, has anyone come to you and said maybe this should be a movie or or a, a limited series? series or something? Yeah. Yeah, I hear that, and I'm so open to it. Do you think that, too? Yes, because it's just... Yes, because no one... You can't make this up, this whole Holly weird life of everything, and people Mm -hmm. are interested in it, especially because your... This story has... Yeah, but your story has heart. Yes, it does. That's... It's not just fluff, you know? Like, it's really... Like, you get the feels from your book, A Star is Bored. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm open to anything. I, uh, whatever, wherever the artistic path leads. This, well, that is wonderful. Now, Byron, tell us what's the last great book that uh, you really liked and enjoyed. Uh, Heart of Junk, oh, which is right, this great book about a, uh, an antique mall uh, with a bunch of different booths, which a bunch of lo- different crazy characters. And uh, I thought it was great. And while I was reading it, speaking of TV shows, I was like, this would make a great series. These characters are interesting and alive and lively. And I think, sure enough, it did get a TV deal. So you might see that on TV someday. Heart of Junk. Heart of oh, junk. I love that. And congratulations to you and Stephen Marley. And, he, and are you, your fiancé is an author as well. Yeah. He wrote Lily and the yep. Octopus and the editor. And you would recognize these books, Laurie. Yeah. So how much fun for you guys. Oh, it's really crazy. I know. I'm in 
I'm in one part of our place. He's on the other side. And every now and then I'll shout out like, you want to get lunch or whatever. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to have two writers in a family. And we get along pretty well being stuck uh, at home together all day. Well, congratulations to you and both of you. And thank you for writing this book. We needed this. A star oh. is bored. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Absolutely. Thanks. You too. All right. He's I followed far, him on Twitter. Byron. Darlene. Byron. Darlene. Okay. Darlene. We'll be right back. It's July 28th. It's Tuesday, Julia. <laughs> um, here's the deal. So we're looking at the calendar and Lori's and I'm look I keep a like a an old, like silly calendar. And I had it written that, you know, Byron was supposed to be on today for the start. And I'm like, okay, and Lori's like saying that's today. And I'm like, no, that's next Tuesday. <laughs> That's what does it even mean anymore? Because right. I didn't confirm, confirm, you know, we had this. So I call him and I said, hi, this is Julia from Lori and Julia. This is contact number your man, your, you know, your publicist gave me and you're on my show today. Will you please call me and confirm? Yeah. <laughs> and so now we have his number. So here's why this is important. Yeah. His fiance is whom, Lori? Stephen Rowley. And Stephen Rowley has written... He's written two books that are both being, if you read Lily and the Octopus that maybe came out three years yes. ago. And then the editor, which looks like it's maybe, well, looks like a woman who's Anna Wintour. It's, it's a, a kind of loosely based on Jackie O. Okay. Being an editor at a major oh, book company. That's Lori, right. We've heard of this. So these are both being made into movies. either movies. Movies. And, and so, then Holly posted today, take yeah. a life look at the life of Jackie Kennedy Odenasis. I forget that, yes, she was very, she she was a book editor. Yes, of course she was. So, Two different publishing houses. And and they, so anyway, that just so, came out in trade paperback, the editor. It looks so good. So now we decide we have to meet him. I'm sure it can be managed. I, Holly, built, could you I have, built my whole, like... Could you, uh, could you be a, like, cause you were, a, you were, a, you were, you were, personal, a, you were a celebrity or a personal assistant to somebody in the business. Yes. Do you think that there's like a lot of people who could, if they were good writers and they could be imaginative, there could be good. It seems like a great job to have is like a wannabe writer, like just even being around somebody. Well, that's what a lot of people do when they're agents assistants or they're personal assistants. It's like this is your foot into the door to get access mm-hmm. to people who could help you out. To Gigi get your... Glazer. Yes. Gigi Levine Glazer worked for Brian Glazer. And then married him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doesn't work like out like that all the time. But no. but it is. I mean, there's a whole network of assistants and, and other people in Hollywood. That you, everyone you know can have different ambitions, what they want to do, do in the biz, in the biz. And, and he does write about that in that a star is bored, is that he's friends with a group of people, and the only thing they have in common, the only reason he even gets into this group, because remember he's moved to Hollywood and he's like twenty five yeah. years old or whatever, doesn't know anybody, and but he meets somebody like living in West Hollywood. He's like, oh, here's a job you might know, but once he becomes Carrie Fisher's assistant. Mm-hmm. Then he's invited to all these just gatherings of other people who are celebrity assistants because they form a grapevine of being able to come. network. Well, not that, but oh. like, how do you get a prescription filled at three in sure. the morning? How do you cover up 
a I'm calling nine one one. I mean, all these different. Who's the fixer? It's who's the, the fixer? Tips. Who's the Ray it's the, All the fixer. Because tips. because I will say, you know, having been an assistant, mm-hmm. I didn't really necessarily get tapped into the the fixer hotline. Right. However, a lot of the job is being a fixer. Here's a problem. You have to solve to it, it and you have to figure it out and you just have to do it. And remember, our friend Cheryl worked with Barbara Streisand. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi, Cheryl, if you're listening. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. kind of because there's no no. Oh, no, there is no no to the ego. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good statement. So there's no no to the ego. Throughout the book, he, there's little notes. Okay, add this to the assistant Bible because Charlie is, as he's going along, because he's never been an assistant before, he's just figuring it out. But he is figuring it out. So he's always putting in all these little tips. Yes, it's. I, I loved it. Lori read it. I thought it was next week. So I had to kind of <laughs> gently lie. Um, but I read a lot of reviews. I mean, I totally am off a week. Yeah. I've, yeah. Julia, the, the, oh, well. the, the one thing that got me motivated to get on the plane yesterday, cause I was just like, Oh, I have you, to go home. I have I to go work. home. I gotta, you know, go back Life, and yep. do get, go, get back to reality or whatever. And, and like for me, this trip, I originally was going to a wedding. Then I, then Casey and I have always done this little, uh, lake weekend with your sister or long weekend so in the midst of worrying about the world everything that's happening canceling everything fun canceling all of it i was like oh i have this one these two things i'm going to a family wedding even though the wedding didn't happen but you know and and then i'm doing this other family thing Mm -hmm. and now that that's over it's like well, now what? Well, it's just back to... You're coming to my cabin for girls' But weekend. I'm just saying, yeah, now we're just back to day-to-day, you know, like there's... Yeah. I'm well aware. I'm back so to the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, you guys We know. are all aware. We're like day-to-day and day figure to day out... and Breathe out. deep, breathe in, breathe yeah. out longer than you breathe in sometimes. What outrage is there happening? What new worry yes. and all of that? But the one thing that I was truly giddy about was I thought... I'm going to be able to finally see the episode of Real Housewives oh. of Beverly Hills with the lesbian love triangle being, uh, and I thought, I am seriously looking forward. Oh, you have no idea. I watched it last night. How Casey's about- like, he goes, I shouldn't be this tired, but I got up at 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, you just go ahead. It's like 9 o'clock. Just go lay down. Right. It's going to feel, I'm like, because... I he's not watching that with me. He, oh, you know? hello, Lori. And I wanted to watch it on the big screen yes. downstairs oh, because yeah, I epic. wanted to see the faces. I wanted to see the expressions. Adrian Malouf's head has is it's a new head on her on, on her an face. old body. And and Brandy Glanville <laughs> claims the reason why she looks so different. It wasn't plastic surgery. It was bad makeup and lighting. In the testimony, Julia. Yeah. No, I know. I saw it. It was. I was dying because Brittany watches it, so she was filling in one day. We watched that, and I'm just like, oh. Okay, so just to catch it, this is where Brandy Glanville, we've been hearing about this since early this winter, saying that she had... A threesome. Uh, no, that she, no, she had, had a, a lesbian love affair with um, Denise Richards. That's right. And In Rome. Wasn't no, it? No, no. You you can tell you don't watch the Beverly Hills Housewives on year. a regular basis. I watched it this year. I'm just getting details wrong. Lori, you've had to do a lot with your Julia, gone. no, they're going to Rome in the next episode. Okay. That they that they'd had it. But here is the thing. Andy Cohen was on the view this morning and 
Megan McCain, the one thing I really truly have in common with her is she is a housewife, true blue fan like right. I am. Yeah. And she asked Andy, she said, Lisa Rinna, you guys have taped the reunion. She wasn't happy about how all this Denise Richards, Brand Glanville, everything happened. Brandy wasn't at the reunion because she's not a cast member. And she said, what do you say about everything that's been going on? Because we've been hearing about it. And Beverly Hills had been a little blah until this. Yes. Now we're getting Rome. He said, well, I'll just say this. There are two, no, maybe three sides to this story. Who's the third, Aaron? Who the hell knows, I guess. I don't know. But Kyle's face in Teddy Mellencamp, that is... The most natural emoting those ladies have done with their faces in a long time. When they were sitting in the bedroom and Brandy, and Brandy was telling them about Denise Richards, they're like, "Stop! Stop! Wait! What? what? Stop! Wait, what? 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 <laughs> what? No!" And they're just like, "Really?" And then I could see Kyle going, "I can't wait to tell Mauricio." <laughs> oh boy! Anyway. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Tread. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.